you are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality C podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Monday show for you. We're going to talk about where we left off on Friday. Just want to get a little bit of that in there. Also talk about an update to F-Boy Island Season 3. And I'm going to answer a reader email that came in that has a uh, myriad of questions that uh, will help this podcast be a little bit longer since there isn't a ton to go over as I've been out of the loop for the last four days being out of town in Las Vegas. I'm recording this in Vegas, but I'll be back uh, today when you listen to this. And we will get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve50 and use code realitysteve50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve50. Use code realitysteve50 to get 50% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, I want to start with this, uh, the story that um, you know came about last week, and I just want to put this out there. Uh, if you saw my tweet and my Instagram story on Saturday, uh, it was put out there in the news by Life and Style that, unfortunately, Amanda Kaler, who was Eric Schwer's uh, ex before he went on Gabby's season of The Bachelorette, I don't know if you remember this was about 13 months ago, so right after The Bachelorette ended last year. Remember, she was the one that came out and said, look at, the, look at what this guy was texting me before the show. And then even Gabby took Amanda's side in that. And she even said Eric was an asshole uh, to her. And it was just something to where, you know, Amanda became a part of Bachelor Nation. That's certainly such a small, small part of her story. Like... She was not involved in Bachelor Nation at all until that story. She happened to date one of the guys on the show last year, you know, for a few months. Anyway, um, the unfortunate thing is I found out last Tuesday night, uh, one of her friends who knew that I covered uh, Amanda last year tells me about it. And, you know, Amanda is somebody that I had phone conversations with. I had text conversations with. Um, I was... Because this was all going down. Because remember, Amanda was not somebody that I broke any story to. I never had any sort of exclusive on Amanda. It was first brought attention to in the entertainment sites where she had shown text messages about having um, conversations uh, with Eric pre-show before he went on to film Gabby's season. I reached out to her after that and said, hey, uh, I'm assuming you're the one that I, you know provided the screenshots. would like to talk to you sometimes. She said, sure. So... Had a few phone conversations with her, definitely had a few, still have the text message exchanges with her. And I found out last Tuesday night and, you know, I was never, ever using this as some sort of um, exclusive or had some sort of any sort of like, oh, I've got some sort of bombshell news that I'm going to break in two or three days. At no point was I ever going to be the one to tell this story first. That was never, that's what I said from the very beginning. I said, I'm not talking about this until it's picked up. And I knew it would get picked up. Hell, the very next day, if you went on, the, the day that I posted the first time I mentioned this, was which was in Wednesday's podcast, I specifically said, you know, this is not something I'm going to cover. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to break until I, and, and when it does, and when it does get out there, somebody is going to post it. 
um, I'm going to say, hey, this is the story I was referring to. But I'm not going to be the first one to put it out there. I- I'm not a entertainment media site. I am a I am a podcaster that has news. You know, will I break news if there's a spoiler on a reality show? And <laughs> Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Paradise. Of course, that's what I do. I do not break deaths on this show or anything related to this show. If like the brother of a contestant I learned, you know, behind the scenes or a sibling or something like that, I would never be the first. And I wasn't going to be the first on this. So what I was doing was basically saying, hey, you're going to hear this story. And in terms of me taking advantage of some sort of exclusive or whatever, it just was never going to happen. Anyone, anyone calling me out for that, I'm sorry, you're just flat out wrong. It's not what I was doing. Um, you know, the proof is in the pudding. My podcast, first off, anybody that used the word clickbait to describe what happened last week with me is flat out dead wrong because I haven't written on my website in two weeks ever since charity season ended. So there's nothing too clickbaity about it. Nobody is clicking on my website for any of this. The second thing is my podcast. If you think I'm using it to get more podcast listeners, either you don't understand how podcasts work or my podcasts work or advertising works in podcasts. I'm sorry, but my podcast numbers are basically the same every day. I have a very, very loyal audience. It rarely spikes up and it rarely spikes down. Nothing in my podcast numbers from Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday did anything to spike the podcast numbers or did they dip at all. And that was never the intention. I never thought anything that this was going to do it. I wasn't using this. Teasing something, and here's the difference. I think that people are misunderstanding. When I tease something, first off, I usually tell you about it the next day. But people acting like I was teasing this story because I had something, that was never my intention, nor did I ever say I was going to do it. Teasing this would have been like, hey, guys, I've got something that isn't out there yet, but keep coming to my podcast every day and I will tell you what it is eventually. That would be teasing something to get more clicks. I never did that. I said something tragic has happened. It's not good news. When it becomes news you'll know what I'm talking about. And that was it. And on Saturday, Life and Style put it out there that this is what happened. And tragically, Amanda had passed. She's a single mother. It's just awful for Augie, her son, you know. Um, And the one thing that I want to tell you, to uh, I'll, I'll end it with this. On Tuesday night, when I found out about this, I reached out to somebody who I knew, knew Eric Schwer. And I said, I think he should know. I don't want Eric finding out. I know I have no ties to Eric, whatever. Never spoken to the guy in my life. But I think he should probably know about this so he doesn't hear it from something online. So the person that I reached out to reached out to Eric, told him. Eric then reached out to friends and of, of, of hers and got it confirmed. So when I was emailed this on Tuesday night, Obviously, I, you can only go off what somebody says in email, but considering it was one of Amanda's friends, I really didn't think they were making this up. Like, it's a horrible, horrible fucking story. They wouldn't just tell me that if it wasn't true. Granted, could I confirm it? Like, not really, but once Eric, I heard that Eric contacted people who knew her and they confirmed it, yes. Then on Wednesday, if you went to Amanda's Instagram page, her closest friends were saying goodbye on her captions. So it was like 
kind of public knowledge, but it wasn't reported publicly. So even on Wednesday, when I saw the messages on her Instagram page and nobody had known who it was at that point, I still didn't run with, hey, you know, go to her Instagram page. You'll see. I wasn't. That would be me saying I've got some sort of exclusive. Would have been like, hey, just go to Amanda's page. Look at those. Look at the captions. Everyone is saying goodbye to her and saying they miss her and they can't believe this happened. I was never, ever, ever going to do that. I'm not breaking anybody's death ever. I don't care who it is, bachelor related or not. Amanda is so much more than this bachelor show. Her life was way more. She was literally involved in Bachelor Nation for, I don't know, a couple months. So the other thing is, and Eric basically indirectly thanked me uh, for doing it that way on Tuesday night and letting him know ahead of time. I also got reached out to by two of Amanda's friends on Instagram who contacted me and said, thank you for the way you handled it in your podcast on Wednesday, Thursday. And so I appreciated that. And so I'm going to leave it at that. I much rather respect the opinions of actually people who were close to Amanda and knew Amanda rather than the Yahoo public online who hides behind screen names. You know, they're irrelevant. What they think about me doesn't matter. What Amanda's friends reaching out to me and telling me thank you, that means way more than anything else to be said on the Internet. So I'll just leave it at that. So one thing that I did see on my Instagram over the weekend, posted on her Instagram story by Katie Thurston, is the fact that F-Boy Island is now getting moved from it's not going to premiere, premiere on Thursday night, October 12th, and not going to be on Thursday nights. It is moving to Monday night. So it's premiering on the CW on Monday night. October 16th, and then it's going to air every Monday, which is good because we've gone over this before. On September 28th, Thursday night, you're going to get the Golden Bachelor premiere and you're going to get the Bachelor in Paradise premiere. You've also got Thursday night football on Thursdays. You've also got um, Big Brother live eviction on Thursdays, House of Villains on E! on Thursdays. So this was just going to be literally a, a fifth show on Thursday nights that I was thinking was, okay, this is too much. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to get to all these shows. Oh, and the Challenge USA. How can I forget about that? I think the Challenge is still going to be airing by September 28th. Um, but so now at least one show is off Thursday nights, and that's uh, F-Boy Island Season 3 with, with Katie Thurston. That's moving to Monday nights starting on October 16th. Speaking of anything challenge or Big Brother related, I did read who got evicted on Thursday night. I did read that Red went home and only two votes cast were to save him. So it was our first non-unanimous vote of the season. And that was Cameron and Bowie Jane. Everyone else voted out... Um, it was Red and Cameron. I'm so wait, no, it was Red and I'm totally blanking. No, Cameron won POV, so he took himself off and they put up Oh, they put up uh Jag. So Cam and Bowie Jane voted for Jag. Everyone else voted for Red. I, I don't know enough about the politics. I don't even know. I, I, I did read, and as you're listening to this, last night was HOH competition. I know that uh Cameron won again. But I did not watch the episode, so I need to get caught up. Uh, I'll, I'll watch Thursdays and Sundays 
uh, today when I get home. And I'll try and squeeze in the challenge as well. And I'll probably talk about those tomorrow. But it looks like I, I, I guess I don't know what happened because when I last left on Wednesday night, when I watched Wednesday's episode, it certainly looked like. Jag was going to be the unanimous vote. I don't know what happened to turn it to red, but it did. So, um, that's where we're at. I'm going to watch the episodes and I'll have more thoughts on, um, those episodes in tomorrow's daily roundup. And finally, let's just get to this email that has a bunch of questions in it and finish up this podcast. Uh, hey, Steve, I saw your trolls responded to your news tweet. It amazes me how they claim you were teasing a tragic story like hot gossip or that you shouldn't report it. Pretty sure one of them with multiple comments has trolled you in the past. They reminded me of Casey's mother reviewing her book before she could read it. Yeah, I didn't see too much uh, ever since I ever since Thursday. I, I've kind of been out of the loop in terms of what people have been um, saying unless it was relayed to me. I have not seen anything on, on Twitter or anything if there's a troll on Twitter going after me. I mean, that, that was just kind of the point I was making in the first 10 minutes today was like people are acting like I was teasing this so I could break a story or make more money or get a bunch of clicks. And it's just that's so not the case. It's not what happened. The results are there that that's not what happened. I wasn't teasing it. All I was saying was you're going to hear a story and it's not going to be a good one. And it's very sad and, and it's tragic. So. I mean, I like I said, I don't really know what else to say. It's it's over and done with now. Um, I heard the people that were close to her thanked me uh, for how I handled it. So I care more about their opinion uh, than jag off two, three, four, five uh, under a screen name on a message board. You know. So more questions in this email. Did you ask the flight attendant if anyone had vomited on your seat? Uh, no, I didn't. My uh, flight to Vegas was lovely. Very quick, too. Uh, it's only two hours and 16 minutes from Dallas to Vegas. Sometimes the flight out, you know, going east to west is longer than going west to east. But I thought in the past it was almost 225, 230, but it was only two hours and 16 minutes going out. Did you put a tracking device on your pool shoes this time? Well, I will have you know that on this trip, I was not at the Mandalay Bay Lazy River where you have to take off any shoes that you wear before you get in to the Lazy River. Uh, we were at our own cabana. If you saw that on my Instagram page, it's the cabana I get every time when I come out to Venetian. So I didn't have to worry about locals and anybody at the pool stealing my flip-flops. So I was good there. Do you think Jared will have been an asset or liability to Cicere's game when it's over? This is something that I can't really answer right now because I don't know what's been happening in the last four days. It seems like Suri is constantly having to check him, but I am not sure where he stands with her game. And then this emailer asked, did you watch the latest eviction show or just read the recap? I just read it. I didn't see, but they said, Suri's and America's facial expressions and delayed applause when the HOH winner was announced was a great visual. Yeah, I'm sure it was because nobody seems to like Cam at all. Even Red, who apparently took shots at him. not Maybe not shots, but said he's disappointed in him as he's out the door. Should CBS cut the mics after the people vote to kill the shoutouts? I mean, you would think, but they've been letting it go for 25 seasons now. It's just part of this show. I mean, it's, it's going to happen as long as someone doesn't get carried away with it or curse or... 
you know, drop some sort of cryptic message that actually has a negative connotation behind it, I think they're fine. And then, are you concerned that Survivor may have gone back and re-edited 60-minute episodes to make them 90 due to the writer's strike, or do you view it as more as better? I guess we won't know until we see the episodes air, but yeah, Survivor, that starts up, is it this week or next week? Or maybe it's in two weeks. I know, it's coming up soon. There are 90-minute episodes this year, followed by 90-minute episodes of Amazing Race, and yeah, I maybe it is. It must be. Maybe it is writer's strike related. I'm not sure, but... We won't know the answer to that until we actually watch the 90-minute episodes and see, oh, this is being done really well. Oh, this is being handled really well. Or this is garbage. This is way too much fluff. So I guess we'll see on that. And then they ended with the multi-part theory on why Jared was not kicked out for the R word or how CBS rationalized it amongst themselves. And their points were, unlike Luke, who has still not apologized, Jared did. No one in the house is actually cognitively impaired. They have indicated it will be the longest season at 100 days, so premature exits might require non-eliminations, people coming back or not having double elimination night. Suri might walk if they tossed her son. The N-word is a targeted at a larger, more vocal, and better organized group than the R-word. I mean, if that's how CBS rationalized it in their own mind, I, I can't say I agree with it. Like I said, I it's something to where he needed to it needed to be handled somehow negatively affect Jared. But if they don't want to kick him off, it's like okay. But can you at least address it and you, can you at least give some sort of penalty for it or is that asking too much? I don't I don't no, I that doesn't it still doesn't sit well with me that they it doesn't sit well with me that they haven't even addressed it. And it certainly doesn't look like they did on Thursday night or last night. So it looks like this is just getting swept under the rug, and that's going to be a major issue. But when Jared gets off the show and he does everybody's podcast, I'm sure he's going to have to answer for himself. And I'm sure he's going to have the I would hope he has the same answer that he did on the show, which was he apologized. He never should have said that. But still, man, I just can't believe they're, they, they just swept this under the rug. That really, it is unfortunate. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Back uh, home for tomorrow's episode, so it won't sound like I'm on my phone anymore. I appreciate you all listening. Uh, Please uh, follow me on Apple Podcasts, rate and review if you can. And the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. We go over all my picks from this weekend, which good on Saturday. Eh, little under 500 uh, yesterday, but off to a great start in college football this year. So uh, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.